Hello and welcome to the Virgin River Visitor Center. I'm Caroline Dill. And I'm Liz Mitchell. And we are your guides to this charming, small, yet fictional town of Netflix's Virgin River. At the Virgin River Visitor Center, we will help you learn everything you need to know. Whether you want to know where to go in town for a late night bite, Jack's Bar, or who is new in town and already stirring up drama, the new nurse, Mel, or you just want to know the local gossip. So pack your bags and your impractical footwear, we're going to Virgin River. Hello and welcome to episode one of the Virgin River Visitor Center podcast. This is a podcast all about the Netflix show Virgin River, which is based off the Virgin River books by Robin Carr. And today we're talking about episode one. So what is Virgin River? Well, Netflix describes this show as a dramatic romance. What does that even mean? I think it means that there's romance, but drama. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. Descriptive. I'm really good at describing things. I personally would describe the show kind of like a Hallmark t- channel TV show, but like with a little bit more of a high stakes risk situation. Yeah, it's got a little more substance than just normal Hallmark shows. Yes, but it is still definitely very PG by Netflix standards. Yeah, hundo P. So no orange is the new black. There is zero nudity at all. Well, there's one male nipple. (laughs) Just one. I think that's all they're allowed to keep it PG. Probably. What is the rating on it? Was it PG or was it TV 14? It's probably TV 14, but it's very mild. Yeah, I mean, I think they have like a cuss word. And like you said, one bit of skin yes so it's very wholesome i think you know this would be good to have on if you have kids around i guess and you like don't want to scar them with your tv watching like if you were watching orange is the new black sorry i keep referencing that i just know that's like one of netflix's first big break shows if you're watching that and you're like six-year-old walked in the room scandalized trauma you should not be watching that You just gave your child some childhood trauma to have to work through later in life. Yeah. So this is definitely a very different side of Netflix. They're branching into that like wholesome, warm-hearted content. The stuff they usually just buy shows for. Exactly. So Now they're making their own. They are. Good job, Netflix. Yeah. And right now the show only has one season on Netflix and season two is coming out very soon. So we're hoping to talk about the rest of season one and then all the seasons in two. And who knows, if they get a season three or four, we'll keep we'll keep going. But if they don't, like I said, this is based off of a series of books. So maybe then we'll just talk about the books instead. Because yeah. I don't know about you, Liz, but I fell in love with the town of Virgin River. A little bit, yeah. It's charming and it's dramatic and it's full of so many different kinds of people. So many different I do. Kinds. I'm very intrigued by the books. I might read the books anyways. There's also like 15,000 of them. There's so many books in this series. And so no wonder they made it to show. Yeah. I wonder if they like stick with one plot from the book for like each season. Or are they taking, you know how like some shows when it's based off a book, they'll just start taking like plot points from different books into the series. I wonder how they are I don't doing know. that because there is so many books. That is a good question. I think... I like read up about the books and I think each book is a different character. So book two doesn't focus on Mel. If I'm correct, I could be wrong. I haven't read the books. Robin Carr, if you're listening, write us, let us know. Sorry if we're wrong. We don't know anything. Ugh. 
Awesome. We'll get you on the show one day, maybe. Yeah, that'd be cool. you can explain it to us. That would be fun. We'd be like, hey, girl, what is up? You want to be on our podcast? It's great. It's great. Yeah. We have so much fun. Be our friend. Be our friend, please. We love your content. At least least in TV form. TV form of it, yeah. Maybe the books. They are, let's be real. This is our, like, genre. This is what we love book-wise. This is what we love TV-wise. Yeah, and... This is us. It's so us. That's why we needed to make this podcast. We noticed there were no podcasts about any of these, like, dumb, cheesy Netflix shows. At all. There's ones for other, like, TV shows or, like, other things on Netflix. But not for this genre. Not for this category. And we cannot be the only two mid-20-year-old women (laughs) who love this stuff and want to talk about it and need somebody else to talk to about it other than just ourselves. Yes, that's what we are making this because we need to find more people who love Virgin River on Netflix as much as we do because... We need to find our people. Yeah, so we're really hoping that this can bring a community of Virgin Lover Lover... Virgin River Lovers together. I don't know. No, definitely not Virgin Lover Lovers. That would get us into... <laughs> That's a whole different weird. podcast. That is not weird of a genre. what we are here to talk about today. So, yeah, we are just two friends. We're also roommates, so this is something really fun and easy for us to do together. Right, we're currently together. sitting at opposite ends of our dining room table. It's great fun. Recording this. We're having a great time. Yeah. What else are we supposed to do in the middle of a pandemic? Uh, it's 2020. It's been fun so we need a little bit of joy in our lives and virgin river brought the joy it really did i mean i think that was the fastest we'd watched a series in a while yeah and i every episode ends in a cliffhanger that is every single episode you are hooked from episode one you just need to know you need to know what's gonna happen what's happening next week that's why i'm glad that they released all the episodes at one time right yeah they're not one of those weird you know how like the Mandalorian releases one episode a week, right. like a regular TV show? No, Mm-mm. not here for that. That's not what I pay for subscription services <laughs> for. No, not Give at me all. All my episodes at once. Do not make me wait. Exactly. Even though we are, granted, we're not re- waiting as long as some people are for season two. We waited like two months. Exactly. This did come out originally in December of 2019, and we didn't discover it until what, like maybe may of 2020 i think but we didn't watch it until like september was it september i don't know we watched it this year and we knew that we had to do a podcast on it so that's why we're here and that's just a little bit about us um you know we hope you'll stick around keep listening we don't really know what we're doing yeah this is like our third attempt at recording this episode yeah we've learned a little bit more each time right it's a learning curve so we hope that we actually get listeners from this. So check us out. We do have a Twitter if you want to follow along. What's our Twitter? Virgin River Pod. That's right. So you can find the Virgin River Visitor Center podcast on Twitter at Virgin River Pod. Because it's the podcast about Virgin River. The, the title, or not title, the cover picture is the same as the cover picture for this podcast. Exactly. So if you like us, you can follow us along there. And yeah. We're so a great time. We're really hoping that this takes off, at least for us. We're going to have fun. 
And uh, yeah, so that's a little bit about us. Should we get into the episode? Yes. All right. Let's do it. Liz, take it away with the episode summary for (laughs) season one, episode one. one. All right. So Virgin River, season one, episode one, carry on. Haunted by visions of her past, nurse practitioner Mel is looking to escape her big city life in L.A. and start over in the small northern California mountain town of Virgin River. But the challenges she faces once she arrives aren't quite what she expected. With a cabin that's a little more rustic than advertised, and a doctor who's not quite ready to accept help, Mel feels unwelcome and certain she shouldn't stay. The one bright spot? The haughty bar owner, Jack. She meets her first night there. Sparks fly as Jack makes it his goal to convince her to stay. When a surprise turns up on Doc Mullen's doorstep one morning, a baby! Mel and Jack are left shocked. Will this be enough to get her to stay? Stay tuned to find out. Ooh. 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 Intrigue. The cliffhanger. That cliffhanger is the reason we stuck around. Yeah. There's an abandoned baby? Uh, What? Who just leaves a baby on a doorstep? We don't know. That's what episode two is for. Right? I'm pretty sure I looked at you and I was like, okay, we need to watch the next episode now because now I need to know. Right? Like... I think if it wasn't for that, I don't know how much I would have been like, let's keep watching. But that cliffhanger, I needed to know who was the baby. Was the baby okay? Who was the baby's mom? Who leaves a baby on a doorstep? At least they chose to leave it at a doctor's office doorstep. And it wasn't like, I can't think of anywhere else that one would abandon a baby. I don't know. Fire station, orphanage. Small town, Do I guess you only have one still option. Exist? I think so. Maybe. I'm not an orphanage know. expert, but I bet they exist somewhere. Somewhere, maybe. So, yeah. I don't know. That's the gist of what happens in episode one. We meet Mel, and she moves to town, and she has a job as a new nurse. And then the doctor's like, I don't even want you here. Right. You need he's to leave. Of, yeah, he's kind of misogynistic let's be real oh 100 percent. not even kind of it's like pretty obvious he tells her to make coffee he doesn't even let her talk to the patients yeah and he's like i need to like make sure that you're you're good with patients and she's like how the heck am i supposed to like show you that i'm good with patients if you won't even let me see a patient yeah i don't know how he's gotten this far as a doctor right? on his own and why do people seem to like him so much? Is it because he's the only doctor around? I think he's the only doctor. I think I'm confused because I don't really know where. This is a fictional town, obviously. But, like, how far away is it from big cities? We don't know. So this could be the only doctor for right. miles. Like, I know, like, northern California gets a little weird because mountains. And, like, northern California is, like, its own existence compared to southern California. But, yeah, I mean... You would think that there'd be another town. We're from, You and I are from Ohio. We have tons of small towns, but every small town is still relatively close to a big town. Yeah. I mean, maybe they're just like really up high on one of these mountains, but they're on the river, so never mind. Well, no, rivers are not on top of mountains. Yeah, they're like in the Valley. valleys. So yeah, they are not on top of a mountain if they are on Virgin River. Which, first of all, if there's like an entire river called Virgin River and they get the namesake, why are they such a small town? Right. Wouldn't they have been a bigger right. town? Unless this is like 
not a real mm-hmm. river. It's a creek, but they right. named a creek after like a river. I mean, it does kind of look like a creek. It's one of those weird rivers that are like really, really wide, but don't look like they're very deep. I don't remember seeing a boat at any point, even no. like a fishing boat. I don't think I did. I don't, it's a, it's a whole confusing town, yeah. just in general. Everything about it is weird. I would not want to move there. No. I mean, it does look like, I bet it's very pretty in the fall. I Yeah, it probably is. I think it's supposed to. I love a good tree change. So we do not know what time of year it is in this show. Yes. Is it fall? Is it spring? Is it winter? Unsure. It's not summer. We can at least say that. Yeah. Because it looks very cold. There are some scenes where you can definitely see their breath. Yeah, which means it was cold when they filmed it as well. But is it then supposed to be cold? I don't know. And well, there are also some scenes where it snows, but then other parts of the ep- episodes where there was like thunderstorms. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I don't know California weather. Maybe they exist in their own world of weather. But right. I'm pretty sure you don't get a thunderstorm and a snowstorm in the same week. I'm not a meteorologist, so I cannot. Any meteorologists out there? Can you confirm? All right, so we'll keep you all posted. We will be the Virgin River meteorologists (laughs) as well as the visitor center. So you come to this visitor center for every single bit of info that you can get in this. We'll get a weather rock or something. I love a weather rock. (laughs) This rock is looking a little bit cold today. It's gonna snow. The rock's wet. It's gonna rain. Did I ever tell you I once had to learn how to, like, try to read a weather rock when I was in, like, elementary school? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I could not tell you anything that I learned. Oh, good. I, Helpful. Yeah, it was the weirdest thing. Being homeschooled was weird sometimes. I can imagine. So, you know, you can you can use that info today in this podcast. Yes. And maybe you could find them a, a weather rock. Yeah. <laughs> to help them figure out what time of year it's supposed to be. Yes. I also had to learn how to read a sundial. What? I don't know why. I think I was somewhere and I just learned it. All right. So should we talk about the people in this episode? And then yes. we can talk a little bit about what happened to them personally in this episode. Yeah. We meet a lot of people in this first episode. Yeah. It was, was a good introductory episode to let you know, like, who are all the main players in this story? Right. We met all the big characters, what their deal was. I, you Kind know, of. There's still more to learn about all of these people. There's lots of layers. There's lots of... They're like onions. Okay, Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the first character we meet is Mel, which is short for Melissa. I forget her last name already. It's so Does embarrassing. Does she have a last yeah, name? Yeah, she has a last we, name. Were we ever told it? We were told it. Oh, I guess it's, I, I think it's a it. it's an alliteration name. It's Mel Monroe or Mel, something. That could be it. Maybe. You know, episode two will actually remember her last name. Yep. So there's Mel, and she is new to town. So the show follows her and her perspective. She's the new nurse practitioner slash midwife. And she was hired by the mayor, his name is Hope, to work for Dr. Mullins. And we just follow her around and her journey and what she gets into. Pretty much, yeah. She definitely bites off more than she was bargaining for with everything. Like I said, she gets a cabin that's not quite what she was expecting, thanks to Hope. It's decrepit. Yeah. There's Hope a bird's a little... nest in the oven. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how the birds got in the oven. The oven was probably open. I guess. 
Yeah, Hope did a little uh, little Photoshop magic on this job posting. I think she just took a picture from 1985 and put it on the internet yeah. and said, live here. Take yeah, this no, she job. catfished. She catfished Mel with this. Mel was hardcore catfished by this job. Yeah, yeah. and by the cabin. Poor girl. Yeah. And Hope is Hope is a character. We're not at Hope yet. Oh, I thought you mentioned Hope already. I mentioned her, but uh, are we done with Mel? I guess. All right, one more thing about Mel. So the actress who plays Mel is the same person who, for those of you who were fans of the classic movie She's the Man, Mel is played by the person who was Monique in She's the Man. Oh, classic film. So that's how I know her. She's also in This Is Us. I don't watch that, unfortunately. That's because Caroline has no taste. I do. I just, it's too dramatic. Virgin River's dramatic, but This Is Us is like seven layers of drama. It's like real life drama. Yeah. So that's Mel. We're going to learn more about her in the episodes to come. So she is there to work for Dr. Mullins, or as everyone calls him, Doc. So Doc, we first meet him. At the beginning of the episode, when Mel runs off the side of the road, as one does. Always. So she, like, totals her a car. But, like, not really, because she gets it back, like, the next day. Oh, uh, nothing makes sense in this town. Time doesn't exist in this town. It doesn't. They live so in time warp? They do. Virgin River is in its own time zone. Literally. Oh, makes sense now. Yeah, everything makes so much more sense. Yeah, so it's so embarrassing right off the bat He's like, so where are you going? And she's like, the cabin. And he's like, oh, yeah, everyone knows the cabin in this town. And then she's like, yeah, so here's why I moved here, to get this job. But, like, they say he needs help. And then it turns old. out he's the doctor that uh, was, Mel was hired to work for. And he's like, I don't need help. I'm not that old. Bleh. So You know, for being a doctor who finds her on the side of the road, he was not particularly helpful in making sure that she was okay. Yeah, she like had a gash on her forehead. Again, how? Still she not was, like, sure. She passed out in her car. I don't think she was passed out. I think she just was like, ow, my head, I can't okay, drive. But concussion was potentially there, and he didn't even bother checking her. He didn't. Like, clearly, kind of a terrible doctor in that moment. Just a bit, yeah. So, yeah, we learned that he doesn't need any help. Uh, in his mind. Eventually, he gives in to Mel after she helps with a woman in labor. And then he's like, okay, I guess you're a decent enough nurse. Like, you, you can, can a, stay a, on a trial run. So he's giving her 30 days, and then she can stay. So we'll find out in the next episode if she does a good enough job. But off Ugh. the bat, he's not my biggest fan. Yeah, I don't like him. Or I'm not his biggest fan? Yeah. That one. That one. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I'm not a not a fan there's too much misogyny there. There's too much just overall being a doucher. Mm-hmm. And I just can't can't support that. Can't support someone who's like, uh, she's a nurse. She can't be helping me. She needs to go make coffee and do my filing. No, bro. This isn't the 50s. This is, in this case, 2019. Okay. Exactly. Okay. She's probably gotten more schooling than you have at this point. Ooh, you Burn. told him. Burn and a half. Yes. All right, so next up we have Hope. So Hope is the mayor of Virgin River, and she is the town's gossip. Every small town has a gossip, and Hope is that person. 
I don't know why they keep electing her as mayor if she's I think she's very the only one running. Gossipy and busybody y. But at the same time, like she's obviously like gossipy, like busybody y. But I don't think she like always sets out to be. I think people just tell her stuff and she just finds out about it. And then she's the type of person that can't keep that information to herself. And because she's so nosy, she needs to know more. And like I said, she, I think she's the only one running, so that's why she keeps getting elected mayor. Yeah. Maybe she has some some blackmail on people. Maybe this is Ooh. a whole like scandal situation. Ooh. Whoa. Okay. okay. So that's one possibility with Hope. Um, right off the bat, Hope kind of annoyed me a little bit. So she's like, bit. oh, you're early to Mel. And Mel's like, I am three days late. Uh, excuse me. And she's like, sorry, I didn't have time to clean up the cabin. I was at a ribbon cutting. Like, okay, that's nice of you. What could they even... This town has like five people who live in it. What could they possibly have been having a ribbon cutting for? Maybe they're opening a new bench. A dedication to a bench. <laughs> I hereby decree this bench is available for sitting. Snip. Or, like, one of those plaques that people put into trees. Oh, yeah. Like this tree commemorates this person who did this thing. Right? I don't, uh, who even I don't knows? Know. Small towns are weird. They are weird. But Hope's the one who got Mel her job. So Hope set out the ad and created all of that. And she was like, this doctor needs help. And Be so, old. yeah. So when the doctor's like, I don't need help, Hope's the go between. Yeah. She is good at convincing people to do things. That Maybe she is. that's why she's mayor. Mm, yes maybe my but there's definitely more to her than i think that meets the eye oh definitely and definitely with her relationships with people i think there's a lot more Mm. than the surface level of like she's just a nosy busybody but i think there's more there because i think she cares very deeply about the people of this town it just comes out in not the best way that's a good point uh yeah i think but the my least favorite thing that hope said so she's like, Mel, you're probably just hangry. You should go eat something. You're just hungry. That's why you're cranky about this decrepit cabin that you're going to live in for the next 30 days. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, like, I get it because I, too, get hangry, as you have witnessed. One time, Caroline told me to eat a banana because I was getting upset. And she was like, you just eat this banana. She needed the banana. I'm not making that up. She ate it. She, I think she felt better. I did while we were trying to figure out what to have for dinner. It, she was like, "You need to eat this banana." Sometimes. So like, I get it, but at the same time, like that was very like patronizing, of not of you. Oh, okay. Of, <laughs> like I was helping you. Hope. No, the banana was good. Good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of her going to eat something, there's only one place in town that is open after five p.m. Apparently. Which just sounds terrible. I would not want to live here based off of that alone. But then we get to go over to Jack's bar. Ooh, where we hottie meet bar owner Jack. Romantic love interest Jack. Owner of male nipple that we see. That's right. The one nudity scene that we get. <laughs> so, yes. yeah, Jack, what we know, he owns a food bar. Food bar. <laughs> Food and drink bar. He owns this place called Jack's Bar. And he takes an interest in Mel right away because she goes to the bar. And what does she ask for? 
a shot of Jack, right? Before that, she asked for Cosmo. Oh, a Cosmo. She's like, That's do right. you have a Cosmo? And he's like, no. No. I don't have those ingredients. And she's like, well, then a shot of Jack. And he was just like, wow, you're so hot because you're having a double shot of Jack. Which, just, I'm just going to go on a slight tangent. She takes the one shot of Jack, and then he pours her another one. And then from a shot glass, she's sipping it. Casual. Who does that? If you're going to sip whiskey, you have it in a glass, generally with some ice. You don't just sip it out of a shot glass. Yeah. What's the point of the shot glass then? What is it? Who knows? Annoyed. It's so annoying. But yeah, and then he makes his city girl comments about her. Mm. How she's clearly such a city girl. <laughs> cool. Thanks, guy. Cool. She does her hair and wears her makeup and gets her nails done. That makes her a city girl. Definitely. People in Virgin River don't care about those yeah, things. They don't get their nails done. That's why all of them have manicures. <laughs> Right? <laughs> uh, Jack seems nice. You know. Yeah, he's just a I'm man. I'm curious to know more about him as time goes on. Same. There's definitely... He's definitely a hottie. What is it that you think that he looks like? He kind of looks like a knockoff Luke Wilson. Yeah. He's like got the dollar the, store yeah, version? Yeah, like the... You like, can't call it that. It's like the Wilson Luke. Yeah, no, when you go to China and you go to the, like, knockoff alleys to buy things that's what yes. he looks like or like when you go to the dollar store and like they can't sell you the actual disney princess toys because it's yeah they've frozen ice princess queen girl yes that's like a blonde haired girl with a blue dress and a braid but then it's like the face is just like slightly off it's Prado, not prada <laughs> yes yeah I mean, he's fine clearly he and mel they seem to hit it off right away yes so now, while we're still at Jack's Bar, let's talk about Preacher. So, Preacher, no last name needed. Yep. Because just... we don't know one. We didn't get one. He's just Preacher. Right. If you look him up on Wikipedia, apparently he has an actual name. Yeah, right. But. Do not believe. Fake news. <laughs> Fake news. False. Uh, so, you know, he's the gourmet farm-to-table chef at Jack's Bar. He makes right, fancy the, gourmet meals. The food there is as farm-to-table as you can get. Yes. He tricks Mel at first, and he's like, I have squirrel stew for you. And she's like, ew, is this really squirrel? He's like, no, it's quinoa and squash. Yeah. Ugh, pretentious. Annoying. You know what? I don't even think he's a real preacher. I've never seen him at a church. True. Just saying. But he is one of Jack's Marine buddies. That's right. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. So Jack was in the Marines and he hired his BFFM best friend from the Marines. <laughs> Preacher. <laughs> uh, he hires him to work at his bar with him. So that's nice. That's a nice pal. Yeah. And apparently he's a good cook, he's a good listener. He gives some quality life advice, though. Yes. He's like the kind of friend that everyone needs who just like calls you out on your crap when you need it. And he does that for Jack. Like when after Jack walks Mel home that first night because she gets a little too tipsy too. He gave her four shots of Jack. Back to back on an empty stomach. Stupid. I would. I mean, I like whiskey, but that would make me vomit. So. So he gives her a little 
walk back and clearly sparks are flying. But the next day, Preacher is like, you noticed the ring on her hand, didn't you? Mm-hmm. And Jack's like, yeah, of course I did. That's everyone needs a friend like that in their life that just they like calls do. them out and be they like, can be like, you cannot be into a married woman. Right. That's not allowed. That's for somebody else on the show. Exactly. Uh, and then, you know, so later on, Mel gets a phone call from her sister, Joey. So Joey's Mel's sister, who thinks she's stupid for taking this new job, and she's just running away from all of her problems. Yeah, she's, Joey's, like, very protective of Mel. Yeah, but also, she's not a very supportive sister. Yeah. Like, clearly, Mel is going through some stuff. We do not know what she's going through. But there's things. But she's going through it. She just needed a change. She needed a getaway. And her sister's like, you should just come back to L.A. Yeah. Come back. Her sister seems to think that Mel is very fragile. From, and that, for what? I, we don't know. Yeah, and that she can't, like, take care of herself anymore. But there's been nothing thus far that, like, demonstrates that Mel is, like, a shrinking violet. Like, Mm-mm. she can take care of herself. Whatever yes, is she happening. Can. We don't know what's happened to her yet. We just know that she's got issues. But... She can take care of herself. If she decides to move to another town to, you know, instead of confronting her issues, then so be it. Exactly. Her sister needs to be more supportive. She does. So I'm hoping her sister comes around and maybe is a little more supportive for her sister and her choice to move somewhere new and start anew. Right. Then we meet Paige. Paige is the owner of the town bake shop food truck situation yeah she has coffee there i guess that's one of the only places in town you can get coffee because mel shows up somewhere later with coffee and jack's like oh you have coffee she's like i got it from Paige. yeah that's basically all we really know about Paige at this point yeah um, and apparently she knows fashion yeah so she comments on mel's celine bag she goes mm. oh nice bag and mel's like oh thanks you know fashion oh yeah i read vogue Right, because apparently the internet doesn't exist, so nobody knows fashion. Yes, Paige says, my favorite quote. And Mel's like, oh, everyone already knows me. And Paige goes, Virgin River, where the internet is slow, but the gossip is fast. I hate that so much. It is so dumb. I love it, but I hate it. So much. I guess all you can do is gossip when you have dial-up internet. I guess. I don't know. This whole town confuses me. It does. And it doesn't get any less confusing in this episode. Nope. All right. Uh, so then we meet Brady. Brody? Brody. 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 I think it's Brody. He's another one of Jack's former Marine buds. And we first see him in a very sketchy manner. He's robbing Jack? Question mark? Right. So, like, this scene is where we see a little bit of some shirtless male action. Yeah, because so, Jack like lives at the bar above the bar. Yeah, I guess he's. It's he's a got, very Gilmore Girls esque situation here. He lives yeah. above his establishment, so he's like having a nice little snooze, and then he hears doom, 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 and so he runs downstairs, finds a gun. Yeah, it's just like I. It looked like it was in his cash register. Yeah, I guess you're concerned about like a bear or something when you're in the wood. Like, what does he think is gonna happen? I don't know. But he just has a gun, just in his cash very register, very easily accessible. Anyone at this restaurant could have taken his gun. Yeah. And he's like, who's there? And then he starts laughing. He's <laughs> like, oh, ha, 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 hey, man, you're back. What are you doing? He doesn't sound like that. I'm sorry. 
That's me making dumb voices. <sighs> yeah, and then they like hug it out, and he's like, "Wow, here, have a job." Yeah, it's like I think you were robbing me, but oh, you need money. I can give you money, but for a job, you gotta work for your money. I gotta give you an allowance. Can't yeah. just take money from me. And preacher is not pleased. No, not at all. This is another time where he calls Jack out on his stuff and be like, mm, we've given him too many chances. Stop giving him chances. Exactly. So we'll see where that one goes. Yeah. He does not fill me with a ton of hope he as a human being. like a scumbag. He, he has really that face. He's there for literally like five seconds in this entire episode. But just everything about him just makes me want to... I agree. Like, I hardcore agree. He's not... He doesn't seem like he'll be our favorite. No, he doesn't seem very trustworthy. He doesn't seem very nice. Mm-mm. We have to keep him on our radar because who knows who he's going to rob next. Literally. Uh, yeah. And then next up, we have Mel's husband, who we only see in flashbacks. flashbacks. So Mel's husband isn't there with her? But she Where still has her he? ring. He. So, like, what's going on there? What's we, happening? We learn his name is Mark. Um, we meet. They meet at the hospital where she's working. I guess he's a doctor. She's a nurse. Classic. Cute. He's helping her with her head wound, and then another like, flashback. Fall in love. He. She, they move in together. She. It was wearing his favorite vintage shirt. You know, they just seem very sweet together. But you want to know where is he? Right. Like, why didn't he move? with her what's going on here what's going on could this have anything to do with why her sister is like so protective of her Mm, i don't know maybe but why is he only in flashbacks what happened we have to keep watching to to find out we need to know need to know need to know yeah and then you know the last big character we meet this episode is the abandoned baby (laughs) Dun, dun, dun 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 So, yeah, who is this abandoned baby? We don't know. All we know... Is it a boy? Is, is it a girl? There's an abandoned baby. It's just a baby that's it's there. It's abandoned. It is baby. It was in a laundry basket. Yeah, but it was wrapped in a blanket and, a, and had true. a little note. Yeah, it was like, please, I can't take care of this baby. Bye. Yeah. Ugh. That's all we know about baby. Yeah. So, those are, those are our main characters so far. We'll let you know who's new, who leaves. I don't know if anyone's going to leave, but, you know, we'll keep you all up to date. Right. Who our characters are, who our new friends are, who are... Who is them? Who is people? Virgin people? Sure. I don't know. (laughs) Sure. That feels like a search term that would get you into a weird part of the internet. I will not go there then. You're welcome. For your sake. (laughs) Thank you. So yeah, those are are new characters. So now let's move on to our next segment, Question Corner. Caroline's Question Corner. All the questions that I have, I just, watching this show just gather, it just makes me have a bunch of questions. And usually whenever I just have a stupid question, I just ask Caroline and she gets to try to answer it. So now you guys get to all listen to the questions that I ask Caroline throughout the day. And I will try my best to give some quality answers. Yes. So one of the questions we've already briefly talked about it, but it is my number one question. It has been a couple of months since we first started watching the show 
and now we're rewatching it and I still have this question. What time of year is it? We do not know. I would have to say it's any time of year. Like it's par- whenever you want it to be. I guess cuz like parts of it there's like leaves on the ground but then other parts all the leaves are green. Some days it snows. Some days you can't see their breath. Some days they're just wearing t-shirts outside. What is happening? Again, so we don't know. And so this question will be brought up every episode. And we'll see, like we said earlier, if we can be the meteorologist of this town and <laughs> figure it out. figure out the weather? We will figure out the weather together. I just need to know. I need to, just for my own peace of mind, I need to put it into a category of spring, summer, fall, or winter. I just need to know. I get it. I'll write it down. Make a mental note. Make a tattoo on my arm. What year is it? Yes. Question number two. How does Jack know she's wearing a Cartier watch? He knows things. Duh. Like, do those watches have, like, a name on them? I thought that was the only things that, like, cheap watches did. I have no idea. Uh, maybe he have, is a secret member of, like, watch wears weekly and he gets the watch magazine sent to his house and he's always going through it but he only looks at the women's watches because he thinks they're prettier because he likes sparkly things so he's only looking at sparkly women's watches um or he used to be a robber and robbed cartiers specifically maybe um or maybe his mom inherited him he's there (gasps) because Because he's he's a robber oh my Wow. We figured that would be out. the plot twist of the century. I think that's it. That's it. Yep. The real answer. He's a robber. Cool. Okay. Question number three. Who takes a job just based off of a picture? Who doesn't do an interview? Doesn't go up there at some point? Who doesn't question the fact that she's going to go work for a doctor, but then never actually talks to the doctor at any point during the interview process? You know, you're asking a great question. That if it were a normal situation, we would not get this TV show out of it. So she had to have done all those things. A, because clearly she needs a change. She needs a getaway from her L.A. lifestyle. So that's why she wants to go somewhere. No one will know her. And she will know no one. And it'll be far away. And B, um, I guess she just was like, I need to get out of here quickly. And she didn't question it. I think she had a phone interview with Hope because she, like, talked to Hope. Maybe. I don't know. Question three, part B. As the mayor of the town, how does Hope get to decide who gets hired places? Does she do this for the entire town? No. Or just for him? She just, she's his friend. She's the doctor's friend. And she's like, this guy needs some assistance. And I... As the busybody, gossipy mayor, am going to solve his problem. And how does she have a budget for it? I don't know. Maybe he's a secret millionaire. Maybe. It's, it's, we are not supposed to ask these questions, first of all. Because if we ask these questions. The illusion is shattered. Then we are no longer in Virgin River. We are in Vancouver, where they film. Did you ever confirm that? Uh, Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Vancouver. I haven't confirmed, but I'm 98% certain I'll Google, Google it, right it now. now. Fill the time with a comment or story. Okay. Question, final question. Final question time. How does Mel have so much money? She has a Cartier watch, a Celine bag. She drives a BMW. 
I don't know that much about nurses, but what I do know is even in big cities like LA, they don't make that much money. A Celine bag, I looked it up just before we filmed this. Recorded? Recorded, Filmed? We're not filming anything. Whatever it is. Anywho, their bags range from between $1,800 and like $4,000. That's expensive for a nurse. Do we learn this in this episode or am I spoiling everything? But like, aren't her parents dead? She's probably sitting on some quality dead parents money. Maybe. I don't know. But then like a Cartier watch, I don't know how much they cost, but I know they're expensive because that's like the watch brand that celebrities wear True. and stuff. And that's like what rappers and stuff get with their diamond watches and things. And then BMWs. Those are expensive cars. They're practical. They last a long time. They do she, last a long time. She buys things that are expensive at first, but will last her lifetime. You know, I don't know. I'm just convinced she's also a robber. Maybe. I think everyone in the show is a robber secretly. Virgin River is actually a place that these robbers go to, and it's all in their imagination. They're really at, like, a recovery center, and they're all wearing, like, these virtual reality headsets where they get to pretend that they're not robbers just for a little bit, and then they're going to be sentenced to a life in prison or something. I think that is actually what Virgin River is. I could actually accept that as an answer. Great. Good. Good. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) And that concludes this portion of Caroline's Question Corner. (laughs) All right. So our next and last segment of the episode is Fashion Police or Fashion Something or Other. It's time to talk about their outfits. Yes. The fashion of Virgin River is really something. Yeah. Um, Everyone... In the actual town, the townies love a good flannel. Yes. They love a jacket. And like a leather moment. They love a boot, a practical boot. Practical boot. But then Mel comes into town and you like just know right away that she doesn't belong just based on her outfits alone. I will say her Celine bag, very cute. I do like her bag, but it's not the most practical choice for some of the moments. Especially because she has, it's one of those bags that's like the, just like the little strap where you just have to go like this. Yeah, she has to carry it on like her, elbow? the crook of her elbow the whole time. So it looks quality. That's like a fashion loop. Right. But not the but like best for like comfortable. walking around and learning your new town. Yeah. I don't know. So we first, my first outfit I want to talk about is Mel's moving to town outfit. So in this outfit, she, so we learn Mel loves a turtleneck moment. Yes. Mel's never caught dead without a turtleneck on. Never. She is wearing a textured white turtleneck. It looks very comfortable. So, like, I can see that. That would be a good driving turtleneck. And on top of that, she's wearing this, like, long gray, beige, pinkish color. I don't... Taupe? Kind of? It's, like... Not quite salmon. Like a dusty... Like a faded salmon. I don't know if it's even salmon. It's very... I don't, it, I don't It's kind of, It's in the pink, gray indistinguishable color yes and it's very long and it's kind of like a suede kind of it is just not a very practical coat that is a nice coat that you would wear going somewhere so who wears that driving yeah i don't wear a coat while driving you take that off you throw it in the back seat and then you get out of the car and you're cold and you're like why did i I take my most comfortable clothes possible when i'm driving long periods of time i know i look like garbage she looks like she's about to go shopping 
in Melrose. Basically. I don't know. And then she's either wearing, like, leggings or jeans, you can't really tell, and knee-length black boots. Again, impractical for driving. No. And her hair is just, like, perfectly curled. Like, not too curled, just a loose curl. And I've heard throughout, like, this whole series. I know, but I never see her with a curling iron. Hmm. Mm, Hmm. Sus. Exactly. Red is sus. Yeah, so that's, like, the first outfit where you're like, all right, she doesn't belong here. Nope, they make that very clear. Off the bat. Another outfit I want to talk about is Mel's impractical walk with Jack outfit. I think this is the outfit that upsets me the most. Yeah, so when we first meet jack and mel she's like i don't really know town and jack's like i'll give you a tour and i would expect a tour being i'm gonna show you the bank the post office the grocery store the places in town you might need to know instead he is like okay meet me on the banks of the river and i'm gonna take you on a tour of the river no no that's not a tour man yeah that's like murder city yeah who does this? Ugh. I would never, no, never in my life go down to a river with a man who I met for like five seconds and just like listen to him go like, oh, we're going to go into this remote part of the river. No. No. That's how you get murdered. That's how you end up on 2020. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we don't need that in our life. Also, he brings her the weird fishing boot things yeah, so how does he know what size that she needs to wear he doesn't she's probably going to be in a pair of boots that are two sizes too big right so here's her outfit in this scene where we see her i mean i can see where she's coming from because she thinks tour of where i just moved it's probably just a little town tour so she i give her a little bit of you know benefit of the doubt but she shows up in a very impractical outfit for this sightseeing tour So she's wearing a camel leather jacket, a maroon scarf, some skinny jeans, and brown ankle boots. And she has her big giant Celine bag again. And she's holding a cup of coffee. Which I can respect that. I too like to show up to places like not quite on time with the coffee. It's a power move. Mm, Yes. But. And then she's wearing these like suede gloves with fuzzy cuffs. They were cute. They were cute. But this is on Jack. This is definitely on him for should have not saying, hey, we're going on like a walking hike. On the riverbanks. On the riverbanks, exactly. So you can see how beautiful the town is. Um, yeah. Not even the town, it's just how pretty the river is. It is a very pretty river. Where they are filming, I did confirm, it is Vancouver. Mm. Can confirm. The Couve. Everyone films in the Couve. It's cheap. Yeah. Yep. So... Yeah, so that's her outfit. That's how we learn Mel is not the most practical dresser. And this is kind of talking about outfits, but another thing that bothers me, when they go on this little walkie walk after she changes her shoes, she leaves her Celine bag and And her her coffee coffee. just sitting on a log. Yeah, like anyone could come take it. No, I'm not leaving a $4,000 bag sitting on a log with all my things in it i know i guess she can't go put it in her car because she doesn't have a car at the moment her car's still in the shop right i would just take it with me honestly oh yeah andrew left her coffee i would never i know do you really need two hands to go walking No, no you can take a coffee with you especially when it's cold and it's the morning exactly i don't know about you but that's what i need to get me going in the morning 
feel that. I need a nice hot coffee. Respect. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, everyone else is wearing basically, like I said, the same thing. Everyone loves a plaid or a flannel. Mm-hmm. You and know I what Doc everyone. loves? Doc loves a hat. He does. He wears love the a same hat. hat, like in every, like not every scene, but every time he's coming in from outside, and it's like this big, kind of like a cowboy hat. Yeah, a little bit. Kind of like a Smokey the Bear hat. I don't really know how to describe it, but it's definitely old. You can tell that he's had it for a while. Mm, yes. But he loves that hat. That's what he's wearing the first time we see him when he finds Mel on the side of the road. He's wearing it a couple of other times, and I just like don't understand. You know what else Doc loves? A vest. He does. He loves a good Sweater vest. vest moment. Yes. A nice shirt with a vest on top. Classic old man doctor. He pulls it off. Outfit. He does. It makes him look nice. It does. Not many people can rock a sweater vest, but I guess if you're a 75-year-old doctor, you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I nice. think that everyone knows how to dress in Virgin River except for Mel. There's a lot of bootcut jeans as well. Yes. A lot of bootcut jeans, a lot of jackets. A lot of outerwear, which yeah. I get. I guess if they're in Northern California. Lots of layers. Layering is key to a good look. Everyone knows. It really is. Uh, and the last outfit I want to talk to during Fashion Police is Mel's running outfit. So Mel's a runner, I guess. And she's choosing to wear a turtleneck. No surprise there a vest on top of her turtleneck, a blue baseball hat, and, I mean, probably, like, running shoes, but I would never choose that to run in. No. I can't run in a hat. I don't like wearing hats. Yeah. It's just, it's not the move no. for me. I've tried running in a hat before, and it was not, not good. I think my head just gets too sweaty, and I just can't right. do it. But, again, I guess if it's fall... I'm guessing maybe guess. it's fall. Fall, maybe. Yeah, a vest and a turtleneck. But you would think that if, if if she was wearing the hat because she was cold, she would wear like a cap, like a knit right. cap. Like not a, a baseball cap. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. No. Her clothing doesn't make sense. And her sense. hair is still perfectly curled. Even in a ponytail. While running. Yeah. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. Sus. No, no. Very sus. So, yeah, we're going to have to keep our eye on Mel and the rest of the town people of Virgin River to see what they're choosing to wear so we can comment on it. Always. Fashion police. Yes. So who had your favorite outfit? Oh, gosh. Hmm. I think toss-up of favorite outfit is Jax just got out of bed wearing his sweatpants and unzipped zippy sweater Mm, thing. Hoodie. Well, I don't know what those are called little zippy ones i think that's just like a jacket yeah that or in one of her flashbacks with her Mm, husband mm -hmm, they're mm -hmm. like moving or something and when we first watched this i looked at caroline and i was like are they wearing matching pants it really looked like they were wearing matching (laughs) yes because they're wearing like basically the same outfit which is just like like a t-shirt situation and then black sweatpants and i could have sworn that they were wearing the exact same pants and then caroline was like no those are different colors and i was like they were "Mm." at first glance i can see where she's coming from i can see it but yeah and in that scene she is drying her hair or she's wearing I don't know. something some she takes one of his like vintage band tees and he gets really mad he's He's like hey that's vintage 
but then cut to the present day and she's crying in this desolate cabin because she misses her husband wherever he is and she's wearing that t-shirt yeah i would that's a good fashion moment that was yeah yeah the whole the whole situation that whole memory moment. moment yeah I would have to say mine is Hope's outfit. I like what Hope wears for the most part. She has a really cute red jacket and those nice boots that you wear, mm-hmm. the like brown ones. Her outfits are always very practical for the situation as exactly. well. I think for her mayoral duties, she needs to be able to get wherever she needs to go. Exactly. And she always looks cozy. She does. But she also always looks nice. Mm-hmm. You know? She has very nice hair. I like she a lady does. that respect like not not respects what am i trying to say that embraces embraces their gray hair she just Mm -hmm. her hair's all gray but it looks really good on her it looks so good it looks so good so i respect that for shout out to hope shout out to hope you win the fashion award of the week you do you win congratulations way to go hope we're gonna keep our eye on you yep what will you wear next week Mm. Mm. mystery what impractical shoe will Mel have on next week? Oh my gosh, I'm so we excited never know. to see her impractical footwear. Every time. <sighs> so what are you most looking forward to in episode two? I want to know what's happening with the baby. Oh, that's, every- that's on everyone's mind. I need to know. Yeah. Who I don't care about anything to? else that's going on. I need to know who this baby is. I need to know the baby's name. I need to know if it's a boy or a girl. Not that it matters that much, but I'm curious. Right. We maybe the mom or dad or mom was like, oh, I wanted another. I didn't want a girl and exactly. a boy. I, we don't know. We don't know. We I don't need know. to know. That's the only thing. I don't really care about the other human yeah. adult drama. I want to know about this baby. Mm-hmm. So, do you think because of this baby, is Mel going to stay? I don't know. Mm-hmm. We I will hope. Find out, won't we? But I don't know. Yeah. She seems pretty determined to leave, and Doc seems pretty determined to make her go. And her sister isn't helping. No. Her, her sister like, just, every time she help. talks to her sister. I know. I feel like her sister is like, they're like, you need to leave. Yeah. Just like nagging her to go. I'm I don't know. What are you most excited for next episode? Uh, definitely the baby. Like I said, we need to know what happens to yeah. this baby. I'm curious what's going to happen with Jack and Mel. They seem to be hitting it off. But, you know, right? she seems to be married. Yeah. It, will he respect that? I'm curious. So much interest yeah but sparks um, are flying man that Love they are potentially is in the air hmm. hmm unless we're just reading too much into every situation i think that's the point of the show yeah the point is you overanalyze have to see the everything hick heck out of everything obviously yeah nice. what would you rate this episode on a letter grade scale hmm i would give it an a minus I was thinking A minus too. Wow, we did not talk about this beforehand at all. We just said we're going to grade it. Yeah, we did not talk about what we were going to grade. I would give it an A minus because we get a good sense of who everyone is. We get the main players. We get the drama. But there's just leaving just a little something that I'm just like, hmm, I can't quite give you an A plus. There's just like something that was missing there for me. And I think it's the fact that if it didn't have the cliffhanger at the end, I don't think I would have wanted to keep watching as much as I do. The cliffhanger is really what like sucked me in. The other stuff was just kind of like meh. I agree. I'm giving it an A minus because I really liked meeting everyone, but I wish we could have like learned a little bit more about why she chose to come to yeah. Virgin River and... I don't know, like, I'm like, well, why does this 
doctor not want you? Right. Like, what's his deal? I know. I so, think I feel like we need a whole episode just about him. Just yeah, I just need a doc-centered episode. Yes. Yeah, so just tell me everything about him. All doc all the time. Yes. Yeah. So we're looking forward to seeing this baby next week and meeting new characters. I'm really excited for episode I two. Know. Episode two is gonna be wild. Yeah. Like, who is this baby? Who is its mom? What's happening? Need to know now. Exactly. And that's oh, what we're going to find out, hopefully, in episode two. Fingers crossed. So that is the end of episode one. Thank you for stopping by the Virgin River Visitor Center. We hope you enjoyed your stay in the town where the internet is slow, but the gossip is fast. And we hope you'll come back soon for even more town drama. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye.